Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. How about you, Bruni? I'm doing great. I mean, I'm not going to keep it serious. We're recording this right after we recorded the running back one. Dang, so I really thought we were going to try to we you're just, just, just finesse everybody. It's not like they can see us. Jesus. I, I mean, it just feels so weird. I mean, disingenuous talking to you like it's Does a new it, day. Is that the most disingenuous thing you've ever done? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. You know, I'm a very honorable and Clean honest. Slate. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a very honorable person. So honest. Fourth of July is coming up. I guess Bruni represents the white and the flag, which is just pure innocence. It, you, you would, you know what all three colors in the flag stand for? Yes. That's incredible. <laughs> You want to know what they are, real quick? No, Red no. is for the bloodshed. Oh my god! Of, uh, for the revolution, basically, white is for the innocence and purity. Oh and, no! And uh, blue is for the justice. Oh, that we did not gave. need this. We did not need this history. There you list. go. Hey, I'm telling y'all. Probably didn't know this, but history or Colin could definitely be a history teacher in an- in another life. In another life. In another life. Listen, man. Oh, in this life, you're gonna. If, if life goes, if life life makes a. Make a drastic turn. Maybe, maybe you'll see me in the. Maybe I'll be teaching your kids in middle school. You AP, know. AP World History class. I'd have to be you. AP, dude. Have to be AP. AP History class. Colin Mitchell, professor. I'd, I'd, no. I'd, uh, I'd mirror my, uh, my favorite teacher in high school, Mr. Scanlon. Shout out, Mr. Scanlon. Shout out, Mr. Scanlon. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're trying to keep these podcasts short, and we just somehow killed two minutes just rambling at the start. Good thing it's um, the longest one. Regardless, yeah, this is probably going to be the longest one. 15 to 20 minutes. Well, well whatever. Um, y'all know we can ramble at times. So this is the Receiver Podcast, in case y'all don't know from the title of this podcast. Um, and we have a lot to talk about because unlike the running backs, this is a unit where I have a lot of questions. I don't know about you, Colin. I'm not going to speak for you, but I have a lot of questions. And that's mostly because last year, only one of these guys really – caught passes and, he's and that's here. Deontay Simpson oh and he had who, who did you say I was gonna say and he's not here I was gonna say oh. it was uh it was Jalen Darden <laughs> okay no yes when you think of it that way yes only one guy who really did catch passes last year but I meant from this this group of returners <laughs> golly anyways yeah. um and that was Deontay Simpson who had 25 receptions uh, last year, like you said, Jalen Darren, 74 receptions. We don't need to talk about him. He's a god. Great player. Um, I didn't get him in my fantasy draft. Very frustrated about that, right, but whatever. Well, wait, wait, wait. Was he drafted before you could draft yes. him? Yes. The fact that you didn't go out of your way to draft him way too high is... I know. I know. Anyways. So, real quickly, it's a... Uh, no, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear. This. <laughs> it's a dynasty, dynasty league, league. so yep. it's a so it's a rookie uh, draft, it's and so I had, worse about I had a first and second dynasty round. league. It's a dynasty league, and you still didn't draft. I know. Than you so should. I had a first and second round pick, but I didn't have a third round pick, and that's when he got picked. And I saw I tried to trade for him, and the guy was like, "No, he's going to be really, really good." I was like, "Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to trade for him." But then again, I should have drafted him. Give up a first rounder, bro. And the thing is, I have Jeffrey Wilson on the team. I have Jalen Guyton on the team. Okay, well, you don't and have so, Jalen Darden, so you can't. Damn it. All right. Anyways, shout out Jalen Darden. It's like saying you got a five-leaf clover, but, but it's like a four-leaf clover. Come on, I just, Bruni. I need, I need Rico Busty next. All right, anyways, Jalen Darden's gone. Uh, Austin Agumakin had 23 receptions last year. He's gone. Um, Greg White, eight receptions last year. He's gone. So, eight. you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, the reception. Love how that had to be noteworthy. <laughs> no one else caught passes. Eight. <laughs> Anyways, leading receivers returning: Deontay Simpson, twenty-five receptions, four touchdowns. Jason Pertle, sixteen receptions, one touchdown. Rod Burns, twelve receptions, zero touchdowns. Lorenzo Thompson, five receptions. Um. So when we're looking at it. We're looking at Deontay Simpson. We're looking at Jaya Shorter coming back. We're looking at Tommy Bush, Georgia transfer, 6'5", 4'5", 40. All the intangible, all the tangibles you could ever want in a player. Um, and then you got new guys like Lorenzo Thompson, Detravian Brown, Bryson Jackson, Caleb Johnson. I just named a lot of players, Colin. Uh, who are you most looking forward to seeing? Hold on. Can, can we – because you asked me a question at the beginning – you said this is the most concerning group. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did. Well, I said this is the most. This is the group I have the most questions about. I would say that we should have zero questions. Oh my god. Let okay. me tell you why. Okay, go ahead. Sure. If you're bringing in all this talent, and there has to be questions coming in, then there's issues. Is that wrong? Is that was is that but, wrong to say? But and it's you can't like tell me that's my questions are say. my questions are like more so like. Jair Shorter had a leg injury last year. Is he going to come back and be as good as he was before? And is okay, he okay, cool. fair. But if he's Caleb not, Johnson is a super high rated player. Is he going to be able to play this year? I don't know. We haven't seen any of Lorenzo Thompson and Detravian Brown, even though they're supposed to be really good. Haven't seen them. Bryson Jackson and Tommy Bush, two players that are supposed to be pretty good. Tommy Bush hasn't has caught like three passes in three years, like. That, that's what I mean when I, when I say I don't okay. know. I just – I don't know. Fair. Okay. Talent-wise – and I saw a post about this. I think it was on Twitter. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off there. but No, you're fine. You're fine because this is answering my question. But I saw a post on Twitter that said, on paper, this receiving core is insane. It is. Like, and, that, like and that's what insane. I'm saying. There shouldn't, shouldn't be. There I understand shouldn't. what you're saying for sure. But from a – is this – are they going to be good or not? There shouldn't be – Yes. Eight right. questions regarding that. Now, I, I definitely understand the, okay, is everyone going to live up to what they should be, right? Yeah. I think anything other than them being really good, like really, really good in Conference USA is disappointing. If is they don't I mean. have a top think, three receiving core in Conference USA, it's disappointing. Yeah, like like expectations have to be high. Like you can't, like when you, I thought when you said questions, you're like, oh, they might be average. I thought that's what you meant, but you don't mean that. Okay. I'm kind of like, no, because I agree with you that they should be really good. Like, it's funny because you go through the recruiting rankings of these guys and you're like, Deontay Simpson, if you remember, he was like an 86 rated guy. Lorenzo Thompson, same thing, like 85. Deatravian Brown, who was committed to Ole Miss forever, super high rated. Tommy Bush, four-star guy. Caleb like, Johnson. Caleb Johnson. The highest like, ever recruit in – Yeah, history. we're talking about dudes that are like incredible. Like, like if, if these guys can't – it's almost like <laughs> – and I don't, I don't plead. This is all in jest. I promise. It's like, you should get fired. If these guys don't, don't like pan out. It would look really, really bad. It would look really, really bad. If you can't create a another high powered offense with these guys like this on paper, this should be the second coming of the 2017 receiving court. Yep. This should be Jalen and, and the 2017 almost accidentally fell into your lap. Right. Like who like, knew Jalen Darden was going to be as good as he was? Who knew Rico Bussey Rico was going to be as good as he was? Yeah. You know like they, like, they went and got Jalen Guyton. And so you respect them for that one. But other than that, you're like, okay. So you have all this talent here, and there's no reason why Jair Shorter shouldn't be a beast. And what's there's funny no, about, sorry, 
No, go ahead. And what's, and what's funny about the 2017 and now is like, okay, you say if Jair Shorter isn't the same, okay, well, you, you should have Lorenzo Thompson. Oh, yeah. if he doesn't work out, you should have Travion Brown. If he doesn't work out, you know, so on and so forth. Not only is everyone super high rated and looks really good on paper, it's there's also no fall off between a, a, your first to second to third. So um, I, I guess another question too is you need to have guys separate themselves. Mm-hmm. I... I was going to say Lorenzo Thompson just might go crazy this year. Like he might just be like, he might just go inferno. I don't, I don't know. Um, but Deontay Simpson and I've written, I've written this before. He underwhelmed me last year. Like when Jair Shorter went down, I expected Deontay Simpson just to really have a great year. And I told, I said last year before the season, I expected him to have a Jalen Guyton-esque year. Remember that? Yep. And he didn't have a very good year at all. He had some drops, like he had 25 receptions and he played it almost every game. Um, and I, I mean, I think he played in eight games, I want to say. So three receptions a game is, is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But this is a guy who I thought was going to be like Jalen Guyton, like a stud. And that might be asking a lot from a guy going into in his second year, but now he's going into his third year and – this is where it's kind of make or break because if he doesn't pop, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the first person to say Lorenzo Thompson or DeTravion Brown need to slide in there. Yeah, what's funny too is I don't think I think the coaching staff's looking the same way because it's not like you have a fall off like I was saying. It's it's okay. Well, this guy should be just as talented if yep. he isn't if and he might be already better. So, uh, like to go down the depth chart, like Jair Shorter, Deontay Simpson, the two returners that started, Lorenzo Thompson, DeTravion Brown, Bryson Jackson, Tommy Bush. Caleb Johnson, and then I don't want to say that other guy's name. McMillan. Ziglil McMillan. Ziglil? Yeah, Ziglil McMillan. I just He's nailed that. Good job. Uh, like, every single one of those guys should be able to play. Damon Ward, too, for what it's worth. He was injured for a bit. Okay, yeah. Rod Burns. Rod Burns, yeah. Forgot about him. Like, like all those guys can play. Yeah. And uh, – before we move on to the tight ends, we didn't even mention Tommy Bush, like being there's a chance of him just being the best receiver on the team. Yeah. It, like that's a real possibility. He literally said six, five, four, five, forty. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, he could, he could literally be best in conference USA. Like he has the yeah. physical attributes to do that. Yep. I, I just don't know anything about him. So that's why I'm like, okay, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's a very talented receiving unit, and I'm interested to see how they do it. I want to talk about the tight ends, and then I have one really pressing question that I, I want to ask. But let's get to the tight ends first, because this is a very talented room. It went from not being a talented room the past two years to being a very talented room. And two years ago also was because Kelvin Smith was hurt a lot, and Jason Pirtle kind of had to step in, and he was okay. But now it's, a, now it's an actual tight end room. And a lot of these players will kind of be used as an H-back as well, which we saw last year. But I think some of that was just them being young. Because, for instance, Jake Roberts, I have as the best tight end in this room by a wide margin at the moment. And he played H-back last year. And I don't – I mean, he could play either one. And I just think he's just – I think he's going to be on the field a lot. Yeah. Jake Roberts will be. So, um, you have Jake Roberts, Jason Pirtle, Asher Alberting, Hatib Lyles, Christian Lee – Barkey's Gums, true freshman, and Cole McCrary as seven tight end slash H backs. Um, is there anybody there that um, you're interested in this year? I mean, it, I think just the ones that the it's just the ones that everyone expects, right? Like we think that Jake Roberts is gonna 
be the far and away guy. I think Asher Alberding, Albert, I can never say his name correctly, is going to be good. Uh, Christian Lee, like, like everybody again here can quote unquote play, but I think Jake Roberts definitely, like you said, separates himself. Do we think Varkey's gumdiest on the field as a true freshman? Why not? I think Do you think not? he's going to be better than Jason Pirtle already? Yes. <laughs> Listen, not, nothing against Jason Pirtle, but he's almost, he's like, he's in there because everyone else is too young. You know what I mean? He's Mason Fine's age. There you go. Yeah. He graduated high school with Mason, didn't he? Yeah. In 2016. Yeah. He so. is, he is this generation's uh, Quinn. Quinn. No longer quinning. We're purtling. Somehow, somehow Austin Ani is, is not, is, is not that, even though well, he can't be because old. he hasn't been here 90 years. You're right. You're and right. You I'm have, just you saying. You have to be here 90 years. I'm just saying so. he's 28 years old. What's the to. average age of, of, uh, the seniors that's what i want to know oh <laughs> old very old. is it over 25 it'll be even older it'll be even older next year uh, it'll continue to get older anyways um i think there's a role for jason pertle on this team i just don't know if it's i don't know if he'll get over 10 receptions because i don't know if you can justify playing him i think a lot of his snaps will come at maybe slot receiver maybe yeah. or something like that maybe like kind of how we saw last year yeah i, I can't see him attached to the offensive line very much at all because i think jake roberts and asher alberting i'd probably put those two as the top two guys there and then yep. go hatib lyles lee and gums as the next ones like i would just completely cut pearl off out of the rotation to me personally no i agree because what's the upside in playing him yeah like, like nobody is he you got varky's gums sitting over there bro i'm playing varky's yeah. gums yeah like that's exactly. not that's that's literally all you have to say because at one point he was the highest rated recruit <laughs> yeah yeah like this is class. yeah like this is a dude here so um we'll wrap this up with this big question here for years and years and years seth the troll has lied to our faces i'm gonna answer it before you even say it no will north texas use the tight end more this year no Will, you, do you even need we to see fun? more two tight end sets? No. Okay. It's going to be no, no, no. Because if if they were, okay, here's my thinking on that. If they were going to, if, if we if we thought they were going to do more or if we believe, that what would lead me to believe that they'd actually do it is if they actually tried to force the issue. Instead, we got the forcing of the issue in every other aspect that we didn't want to see last year on offense, like running Jason being 90 yards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if 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 you, if you had nothing else on offense, right? Nothing else, and you were like, okay, the defense is going to think that we're going to run Jason Bean like we've been trying to, or we could bring in a quick two two tight end set, and you still run Jason Bean. That's all I need to see. It's like no more. they went with the thing that was not as sustainable. I don't know. Right. That's right. what no, I kind of like. Like, like, like if you're if you if your goal is to be something why are you not trying to do it actively? Like, obviously, yeah. if you don't have the talent there, like you did two years ago when you said it, when that was when um, uh, Kelvin Smith was injured, you have guys now. Like, there shouldn't be an excuse why you have five tight ends who were recruited highly, right? But yeah. Steve Lyles was a receiver. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's converted. But now you had Jake Roberts, Asher Alberting, Cole McCrary, Christian Lee, and then Jason Pirtle, who was originally part of that quote-unquote two tight end, you know. Dream. Yeah, dream. There's no reason why that shouldn't already be a th- or shouldn't already have. We need to see the reels rolling, rolling. We haven't yet. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think 
coming off of last year with Jalen Darden leaving, I thought like for sure they were like there's going to be a good chance of them doing two tight ends and a lot more 12 personnel. But now going into the year, I could just I can just feel I just with a receiver room also being as good as it is, I don't think it'd be worth it um, because I don't think they're committed to it. So right. if you're not committed to it, just keep doing what you're doing. Lorenzo Thompson slot, Caleb Johnson slot, Rod Burns. I don't care someone in the slot and just stay in 11 personnel, which with the, what you've been doing um, roll Jake Roberts out there for the most part, you can rotate the other guys in a lot and play from there. So which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. But just don't tell us. Just don't tell us. Just don't tell yeah. us. Because then, because then we, well, it's because then it makes it makes us excited for guys like Alberting, Christian Lee, uh, Cole McCrary, Barkey's Gums. Like we we were excited for all those guys, and now like, are they just are they just names on paper? Because we're not they're not gonna be able to play a lot. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to go into a year and like we're expecting let's say Asher Asher Alberting to like get like significant snaps, and then he go out there and you you know you don't play him. So right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but this is definitely a unit that I'm fascinated to see how they play. And, you know, we'll get to the quarterbacks on the next episode, which we are not recording today. So, um, a lot of the, lot of the we, fans. Well, we'll actually be recording it on a different day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, th- th- let us know what you think. Uh, if you think, I mean, like we said, this unit is extremely talented. So, We'll see if they were able to put it together. But if you enjoyed this episode, uh, leave us a leave us a like or no, not a like. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Leave us a five star rating and review on Apple. And uh, subscribe to Mingering Twenty Four Seven. So, yeah, we're gonna have uh, these coming out every other day. So these these are the first two. If you missed our first episode, which was the running backs, be sure to check that one out as well. And we'll continue with the offense on, in the coming days. So. For Colin Mitchell, I'm Matthew Bruni, and we'll talk to you all later.